Before we get started with today's episode, I just want to note support for The Morning Agenda comes from Everance Financial, empowering members to align their investments with their faith and values. Learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Some Pennsylvania communities with growing Amish populations are reminding drivers to watch out for those horses and buggies. And gun owners will hear from former President Donald Trump later today in Harrisburg. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Friday, February 9th, and this is being recorded at 924 a.m., I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. A council member in a rural northern Pennsylvania community is raising awareness about horses and buggies on the roadways with new street signs. Sydney Roach with our friends at WPSU and State College reports the council member says it's in response to more and more Amish families moving into McKean County. New street signs in Mount Jewett warn drivers of horse-drawn buggies. Chuck Parr, a member of the Mount Jewett Borough Council, asked PennDOT to install the signs after an Amish family moved in along a busy highway last fall. Parr is also a truck driver. He says he's used to giving extra space when he sees a horse and buggy, but that isn't always the case for others in his community. I travel nationwide. I've been dealing with Amish traffic for many, many years in various parts of the country, but local people who are just going back and forth to Kane or Bradford and and doing local traffic, it's like, there's a horse and buggy. Parr says more Amish families have moved into the region in the past two years. He expects to see even more because of the area's cheaper real estate. Because of that, he wants drivers in his community and across the state to be aware of horses on the road and what to do when they see one. Now, PennDOT says horse-drawn buggies usually travel about eight miles an hour and drivers should only pass when there's plenty of room. Former President Donald Trump is expected to address a crowd at the NRA's annual Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg later today. Trump is facing indictments in four separate cases, including for attempting to overturn the 2020 election to remain in power and refusing to turn over hundreds of classified documents after his defeat. He's set to take part in the organization's first presidential forum at the event at the Farm Show Complex. The gun rights group has been a major backer of the former president for years, but it's facing a civil trial in New York scrutinizing longtime head Wayne Lapierre's leadership and spending. Now, Trump has at times rankled gun owners for calling for background checks, voicing support for red flag laws and banning certain types of military style rifles. When he was in office, he did enact a ban on bump stocks that allow semi-automatic firearms to shoot more rapidly, like automatic weapons. The ban has since been ruled unconstitutional. His address is expected to start sometime after 6 this evening. And Governor Josh Shapiro is proposing funding weatherization and home repairs for working-class and lower-income Pennsylvanians. Sophia Schmidt is with our friends WHYY in Philadelphia, and she takes a look at what he's calling for in his 2024 budget proposal. Shapiro proposed $50 million in state funding for the Whole Home Repairs Program. The program gives grants to low- and moderate-income homeowners for energy efficiency upgrades like climate-friendly heat pumps and insulation, as well as basic home repairs. State Senator Nikhil Saval spearheaded the program. Actually installing energy-efficient electrical systems, heating and cooling systems in homes will drastically reduce energy burdens and also 
for that matter, greenhouse gas emissions. Now, the state launched the program back in 2022 using coronavirus pandemic relief money. Lawmakers passed funding for it in 2023, but budget battles stopped the money from reaching the county-level agencies that would have distributed the money. Proponents hope the earmarked money will reach qualified people this year. And Pittsburgh Steelers defensive lineman Cam Hayward has been named the NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year. This was the sixth time the Steelers nominated him for the award. Hayward created the Hayward House Foundation that supports several initiatives in the Pittsburgh area. The foundation also honors his father, Craig Ironhead Hayward, a fullback who played 11 seasons in the NFL and college football at Pitt. He died in 2006 at the age of 39 of brain cancer. On this Friday morning, when I got into the office, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar. And I came across a couple, so here they are. A jury has awarded $1 million to a former Penn State professor who sued a pair of conservative writers after they compared his depictions of global warming to the case of Jerry Sandusky. Climate scientist Michael Mann, who now teaches at the University of Pennsylvania, rose to fame for a graph first published in 1998 that was dubbed the hockey stick for its dramatic illustration of a warming planet. But his research was investigated after his and other scientists' emails were leaked in 2009, with skeptics claiming man manipulated data. Three years later, a libertarian think tank published a blog post that compared investigations into man's work to the case of Jerry Sandusky, who is the former Penn State assistant football coach who was convicted of sexually assaulting multiple children. Now, the investigations by Penn State and others found no misuse of data by man, so he took the writers to court for comments he says affected his career and reputation in the U.S. and internationally. And your county is spending more than half a million dollars to buy new election equipment and services for elections this year. The York Daily Record reports Act 88 funding from the state cover the cost. More than $200,000 will pay for secure transport carts to keep voting machines enclosed and locked when not in use. New software will help track preventative maintenance and track security tags that prevent tampering. And Dominion Voting Systems will get more than $200,000 for election support and four central count scanners. The primary is set for April 23rd. On this Friday morning, just want to remind you that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast, as well as on WITF's YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to, and the NPR One app. And as we get closer and closer to Valentine's Day, which is next Wednesday, by the way, you can show your support for the special people in your life, as well as WITF and The Morning Agenda, by sending a half dozen or a dozen red or rainbow roses to people who mean the world to you, and you will be able to support public media at the same time. Go to WITF.org slash roses to send those roses out now. That's WITF.org slash roses. And also, we hope you check out our Spotify playlist. It's called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, February 2024. And if you can give it a like and check it out today, you'll be able to find out what my song of the day is, the song I heard on my drive into work this morning, the best song I heard on my drive into work this morning. And this one comes from Zach Bryan featuring Casey Musgraves. It's called I Remember Everything. 
A big thanks now to Everance Financial for supporting The Morning Agenda, empowering members to align their investments with their faith and values. Learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda. It is a daily news podcast from WITF where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Be well, enjoy the weekend and the Super Bowl, and we'll talk again on Monday.